Hey, it's Fran Harris, founder of Athletes Who Mean Business. Our company empowers current and retired athletes to monetize their brands and expertise and build big businesses. This show answers one question. How can you leverage your sports celebrity and even non-sports talent and skills to have greater impact, influence, and income? If you're ready to play on a bigger stage, you're in the right place at the right time. Be sure to subscribe and review the podcast. Here's today's episode. College Success Secrets Volume 1. I'm going to call this Seven Steps to Achieving Your Goals. You know, most people want to be successful in life. They've set their goals. They put the work in. But when it comes to really following through on making those goals and those dreams a reality, well, that's where the rubber meets the road. So first, let me ask you this. What does success mean to you? For example, a person who owns their own, let's say, oil changing service for vehicles might set their level of success at servicing 50 cars a day. While someone who loves music might consider success as cutting their own CD. Of course, success doesn't always involve money. It could be getting a good grade in the class or acing a test or getting your laundry done before it touches the ceiling in your dorm room. Here are seven things I want you to think about. Number one, realize your potential. In order to succeed at anything, you really do need to see that you have the potential to reach your goal. For example, if you want to be a recording artist, but have no singing ability, having success in this field isn't impossible, but it's not likely in the short term unless you start to put some serious work in. However, if you love working on cars or if you love gardening and you put a a great deal of effort and work into that, then clearly this might be something that you can have some success in. Let's say you were interested in racing cars and you devoted your time and your talent to fixing engines and transmissions And to you, success might be working for NASCAR. Someone who has aspirations of working or maybe playing professional football or baseball or golf may not necessarily make it to that level, but then maybe a secondary goal might be to actually work for the NBA or the NFL or the PGA. All right, get it? Realize that you have the potential. Number two, don't look back. Everyone has had some kind of mishap. Some people call these failures. I don't believe in failures. But let's say you feel that you've not succeeded where you wanted to succeed in your life. Everybody has had something not go the way they wanted it to go. So to have success, you actually have to learn from your past and value those difficult situations, those difficult lessons, but not dwell on it. All right. We can't live in the past. We can't live our lives looking through our rear view mirror. Simply move forward and make better, more informed, more educated decisions from the lessons that you've learned. All right, number two, that's number two, don't look back. Number three, dare to dream in a very, very big way. To succeed, you need to have dreams and aspirations. Of course, an aspiration is just what you're shooting for on a daily basis. Be honest with yourself as to what you want out of your life and what you're willing to give yourself to reach those goals. Allow your mind to just dream and think beyond anything you could possibly imagine. So number three is dare to dream big. Number four, create a plan. I mean, you wouldn't jump in your car. Let's say you lived in Los Angeles. You wouldn't jump in your car and drive to, I don't know, Richmond, Virginia without some kind of roadmap, right? You need some kind of plan. So The first step toward achieving your goal is figuring out where you're going and then putting together a plan, okay? Plan is your your very first step if you're going to be doing a business, whether you're searching for investors or not. 
this plan will be the blueprint to your success. Okay. In, in business, we need a business plan in life. You also need a life plan. Your business plan for business will consist, of course, of marketing trends, financial planning, competitive analysis, exit strategies, marketing and promotional opportunities, uh, promotional options. Same thing for your life business plan. You know, my life has a plan. There are places that I want to go, things I want to experience. So while I may not necessarily have a hundred page life plan, I certainly have a couple of pages where I'm writing down my dreams and my hopes, my aspirations, my wildest imaginations. All those things that I have in my head, I'm also committing them to some kind of paper, all right? Now, when you're going to an investor as a business, let's say you were starting a business in college, then they're going to ask for a business plan. Most people are going to ask for a business plan, even if they're in your family. And so this is by far the most important document you can have. If your success is dependent on anything, it's how well you can communicate where your business is, where you're going, what the forecast is, and what people, if they invest in you, can uh, can see that they're going to be getting out of out of your business once they make that investment. All right, so create a business plan if you're going into business. If you're not going into business, create a life plan. All right, number five, don't give up. To reach success, you have to persevere. Even Thomas Edison had to learn this when he was creating the incandescent light bulb. It took him, I hear, more than ten thousand tries to get it right, but he kept going at it. So keep striving even when it gets tough, even when it becomes challenging. Don't give up. Number six, have an unstoppable attitude. Unstoppable. You need to have determination, yes. You got good intentions and all that great stuff, but you have to have an unstoppable attitude. There may be a close friend or family member who doesn't necessarily believe in what you're doing or doesn't agree with the path that you're taking. You still have to remain resolved in your own attitude of what you're going for and how you're going to get there. If you uphold that unstoppable attitude and stay determined to succeed, you'll be amazed at what you'll be able to accomplish, right? Number seven, stop complaining. (laughs) You might think there's no correlation between complaining and success, but actually there's a distinct connection. When you're spending time complaining about the obstacles you're facing, You're wasting so much of your time being negative. Well, you're losing and you're missing out on those opportunities to really create something powerful in your life. So instead of thinking of those challenges as challenges or thinking of them as problems, think of them as opportunities. Now, let's talk about how to motivate yourself forever. Sometimes you go to college, you're excited when you get there, and and at some point along the way, you may lose your motivation or your inspiration for being there. So how do you motivate yourself forever? Well, just as willpower is an essential factor in achieving success, at some point in your life, discouragement and the lack of motivation may hinder you from reaching your objectives. So it's up to you and you alone to drive yourself to a positive place. Here's what you want to do. You want to make your goals visual. Now, let's say if you wanted to get an A in physics or you wanted to make the debate team or whatever, you have to make those goals very, very visual. Put yourself in a situation where you can actually see yourself achieving the goal. So if you want to make the debate team, rather than just writing down on a sheet of paper, I'm going to make the debate team or affirming it to yourself every day, you might take a picture of what you would be wearing if you were actually in a debate have that blown up or put it on your wall in your apartment or your home or your dorm room. You might get a fake, a fake award and hold it in your hand. Or, I mean, you can do all kinds of things, get on the internet and create 
a certificate that has your name in it that says you're the best debater in the contest that you made up, whatever that is, whatever is going to make this goal more visual for you, that's what you need to do. Okay. Make the goal visual. It may be something material like a car or a vacation that you've been looking forward to for the longest time. Keep an image of it around you. Okay. Next, make a contract with yourself. According to motivational research, people who write down to-do lists are far more triumphant in achieving their intended goals than those people who just keep them in their heads. You know, people say, oh, it's all up here. It's all in my head. I got it up here. Well, research shows that people who document what they want and their goals and what they want to achieve are far more likely to achieve them. All right. Next thing you need to do is to fire the dream stealers. Abusive people have a way of lowering your own expectations of yourself. And if you if you hang around them too long, they can lower your self-esteem. You can allow them to lower your self-esteem in your own image of yourself. So get negative people out of your life immediately. Okay, surround yourself with positive people. Imitate their example. Put a smile on your face and focus on everything that is good going on around you. Next, laugh often. In the movie, Steel Magnolias came out in the 80s. Some of you may not have been born, but that's okay. Rent it. In the movie, Steel Magnolias, country western singing sensation Dolly Parton says, smile, it increases your face value. <laughs> and she's right. People who smile are more successful. It's just a, it's a proven fact. People who are happier, more positive, and who smile are typically and generally more successful. And then finally, always listen and read inspirational books and audio. Okay, read and listen to inspirational books and audio. These will help you improve your attitude. They'll heal your mind. They'll just make you feel really good about the possibility in your life. You're not only learning from others' experiences as you listen, but you're deriving confidence, boosting insights from them that will put you in the state that you need to be in to become hugely successful. And that is how you motivate yourself forever. All right, so this section is called How to Ace Your Exams. When it comes to examinations, are you in the habit of leaving everything until the final day for that last-minute dash through your textbooks? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you cram your head with factoids, planning to walk into the examination room and perform a memory dump? You know you do. The good news is that you are not a lost cause, okay? After all, some students do not study at all, last-minute or otherwise, The bad news is that as your second grade teacher would say, you're not getting the most out of your education. And since you're paying a hefty penny or your parents are paying a hefty penny for you to go to school, you may as well squeeze all the juice that you can out of that orange. All right. First, let's be real. You and I know that there are many wasted time slots throughout your day. An example might be the journey home on the bus, assuming you're a a commuter. Is it feasible to go over your class notes during the ride? Maybe good time to get some silence if, if it's not too crazy on the bus. This might be a great time to, to listen to the class if you have audio notes or to read over your notes. The second suggestion arises from the observation that we easily do whatever we find enjoyable. After all, there will probably never be such a thing as the last minute pizza pig out or the last minute purchase of the latest CD from your favorite band. And while not likely that you're going to feel that way about chemistry, the way you feel about pizza, the point is to find something enjoyable about your studies and you'll be more likely to study more and to do it more effectively. The third and final suggestion is to visualize success. We talked about this earlier. Close your eyes and to see yourself getting a good grade in your class. 
How will you feel? What will you do? Will you jump for joy? Will you smile as wide as the Pacific Ocean? What will you do? Will you scream at the top of your lungs? How will you celebrate? Focus on what you want and let that be the motivation to put you in the mind frame and the mindset that you need to succeed. And remember, visualize this all the way from the start to the finish and watch how successful you'll become in college. The last thing I want to say is something that is really, really important, and it's about leadership. I believe that every college student is a leader. Every single college student out there is a leader. And so I know that the world has tried to get us to believe that only certain people should be leaders, only the tall, popular, good-looking, outgoing people are leaders. But you are a leader. In some area of your life, you are a leader. And so what do you think? Do you think leaders are born or are they made? Are they born or are they made? What does it really mean to think outside of the box? I'm talking about innovation here. And in fact, who decided what was in the box anyway? Innovation and leadership is nothing more than seeing and doing things in a different way. And everybody can do that, right? When someone in history class says something that seems out there, because, you know, we have those people who are like, man, that was just out there. This person is just weird. Well, actually, that's innovation. So how do you find your inner innovator? It's easy. Number one, find your own style. What is your style? You can always tell a Van Gogh from a Matisse. No one ever confuses Serena Williams with Venus Williams because they're totally different. What is your style? Number two, don't wait for conditions to be perfect to step out as a leader, right? You can't wait until somebody asks you to be a leader or what do you think? Become a leader just naturally. In fact, J.K. Rowling wrote the first book of the Harry Potter series on bits of tissue, She wasn't waiting for conditions to be perfect. And she's a leader if I've ever seen anybody become a leader. All right. Nothing will work in the long run without passion. You got to have passion. What wakes you up in the morning? What keeps the flame burning? What excites you? What makes you sing? What just makes you just get you so amped that you can hardly sleep? If someone told you to spend one hour doing one thing you loved, what would it be? All right. And then finally, Don't try to force inspiration. You can't force it. Inspiration hits you when it hits you and it hits you when you least expect it. Your leadership could strike you in the subway or it could strike you in the union or on the yard or on the walk home. Whenever it strikes, don't try to harness it. Just let it flow. Okay, leaders are not born. They are made. Some of us come here with amazing, amazing possibility. But the people who become leaders in this country, the people who've always become leaders in this country were people who chose to become leaders in this country. Yeah, it may appear that that some people have been chosen, but the reality is that that the president of the United States, the women and men who lead the top companies in the country, in the world, the people who are who are leaders on the basketball track, golf team, swim team or whatever, they emerge, they emerge And so you can do the same thing. Leaders are not born, they're made. We all come here with special gifts and talents, but only the people who choose to see their light, only the people who choose to step into their own leadership style will actually become the people who make a difference in the world. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. I just want to tell you that you have such a tremendous opportunity to make a greater splash in the world. What we've done as athletes, not everyone can do. Most of us understand that. But unfortunately, too few of us are leaving a lot of impact, influence, and income on the table. If you want to learn how we help athletes create and build the careers and businesses of their dreams, 
visit athletesmeanbusiness.com. I'm 100% sure you'll be glad you did. I'm Fran Harris, and I can't wait to help you become an athlete who means business. See you soon.